0: Listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And we are continuing the conversation around steaming today. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted to talk a little bit about utilizing this awesome practice with our youth um Mm -hmm. especially when we think of young girls and adolescents and all kinds of things so um yeah I kind of I kind of feel like jumping in on it right there first Mm -hmm. like let's talk about that you know there's so many girls are getting their period earlier and different yeah. things are happening. And I know from some of our previous conversations, you've had some, some cool stuff to say about what steam can do for that. So,
1: yeah. So, you know, a lot of times that'll come up in some of the, the chats and steaming too, is like, can my daughter steam based on their age? And the answer, the answer is like, yes, it's totally safe. Like I've said before, it doesn't, to me steam doesn't do anything again it creates the homeostasis in the body so the body does what it's supposed to do which is like naturally cleanse and heal itself it's amazing when you really really think about the body it blows my mind and um same I love it <laughs> a whole nother tangent that I go off in my mind sometimes about but so it's it's nice for young girls though at any time um because you know the thing the reason I say girls is because you know when you think of men side note, men can steam for different things, but you're going to want to like protect like the testicles and stuff because you don't want to like get it too hot. Like there's a reason they're outside the body. It's so they don't get too hot and they don't have like damage to the sperm. So there are ways like you can like hammock it basically, and they can still like steam for like hemorrhoids and prostate issues. But that's why we're mainly talking about like female anatomy and young girls in general. So, you know, a, a lot of ways you can do it. Like if we start at the beginning with like even like littler girls like I'm thinking like three five years old whatever they see mom doing it it just becomes like a way of life in the household which I've spoke about which I love and um, just a way for them to nourish that part of their body not have shame develop like all of those emotional components of it but also little things like you know maybe they feel like they're having some itchiness or they have a little bit of a bladder infection UTI or just something like that it's such a safe simple thing. It feels good. Um, we've talked about how, um, Crystal and I both like to use hydrosols. Um, that's another great way to work with young girls and their pelvic health is because it's just a natural pH balancer. Um, so that is like one way. And then also, you know, as, as the girls are getting closer to puberty, you can use like certain blends, like a gentle blend to delay at the start because a lot of girls are starting their period early. um, and there's no harm in delaying it. Like it doesn't hurt if you delay it and doing like gentle steams. uh, They've shown that it will delay the start of it, which is really great because, you know, it's just, it's, it's just hard for young girls to be bleeding because they might not have like the mental maturity to be able to like handle it in a way of like wearing pads, remembering to bring them, tracking their cycle, all the different things. Um, and it's just a lot for them to manage. So I, I like the idea of that. And then it's just teaching them to put their pelvic health and wellness at the forefront. As a priority,
0: right. As a priority. And just having that connection to that space yeah. and that part of their body and how that can, you know, lead into their future and yes. even being able to be like, this is my sacred spots and I get to decide. And yes. having that type of respect and empowerment for themselves, I think is huge. Um, so yeah, I love a lot of the things that you said. So first with the, just because I mentioned it first, the delaying of the onset, mm-hmm. um, I think it's fascinating because of how, you know, we have all of the eggs that, yeah. you know, when we're in utero yeah. and like, <laughs> it's, it's just so crazy. I know. Um, and so thinking of that, being delayed at all sounds nice, even for delaying yeah. possibly menopause because of. I never thought of it that way. You know? Yeah. It's like, okay, one less egg gone. One less egg gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never thought well, that's a cool um, way of looking at it.
0: Cool. If, you know, and I mean, I don't have all the science behind right. it. If every single time when you're, if you start having your menses at nine, if you are actually releasing an egg then, or what is going on specifically, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's normally what sets it off, but is it, isn't it?
1: I'm not sure. So I'm a little lost on the- Yeah. (laughs) I would love if anyone listening to this would want to like chime in with some of their expertise and their thoughts on that. And just like, because if that is true, like what a great way to preserve fertility as people are waiting longer and longer. Right, that's, mm. that, so that's where my mind went when you're Interesting, talking. so we're musing, like <laughs> the name of our podcast, that's cool.
0: Exactly, yeah, so, I mean, that's one thought, and then the other thought is, um, I wanted to go back to where you started with the beginnings of it, I mean, My kids see me doing it, and so they have been curious. They're like, what is this, and can I do this? And I'm like, sure, but, you know, life, craziness, things got postponed. And then when my youngest was having a little bit of just like, ooh, this doesn't feel quite right. Now, I naturally do go for hydrosols, Mm -hmm. like, all the time. It's like if anything is slightly itchy or they're -hmm. like, this burns, or I have, like, the stings here. And, you know, you don't know if it's like a micro— little cut or something, all kinds of interesting things happen, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I go for hydrosols right away. They are, like, no stranger (laughs) to -hmm. the hydrosols. They know how to care for themselves in that way from the time they're, like, three years old. And so I just think that that's super cool and that essentially that hydrosol is a component of that steam, right? Mm -hmm. If you do have the herbs in there, it's Mm -hmm. that herbal
1: steam is... Yeah, Kind of similar to distilled waters. Yes. And I usually, you know, optimally people after they steam to spray with a hydrosol is like beautiful, beautiful practice to do that right afterwards because the tissues are really open. So Mm -hmm. it's a great time to spray or some people if there's like some more um, intense symptoms, you can use like a a syringe without a needle and actual kind of almost like you would do like a douche, but it's just hydrosol um, right into the vaginal canal can be really helpful if there's, like, some infections happening, so.
0: Yeah, I've actually liked those, like, the self-douche bottles where you can actually use Mm -hmm. your own versus, you know. And we're not promoting don't go douching with, like, regular over-the-counter douche things. Yes, you're – Vagina is self-cleansing and this type of practice is more about if things are going on as well as bringing that homeostasis back to the body. So it's functioning properly. It's not about perfuming
1: yourself or anything being wrong with you or anything like that. Right. This is not using it to like Wash it. It's to balance the pH. So again, bringing it back, like I said in the last podcast, of like into the medicine, more medical world. Like it's balancing the pH. It's not like we're trying to perfume it and make it something it's not. But we get imbalances in our body. Like yes, it's supposed to be naturally cleaning. But we all get sick. We all get illness. We all get imbalance. Mm-hmm. So it sometimes needs support and. It, I get like on my soapbox about it it's a little frustrating because there's a lot of people push back and they're like it's self-cleaning we don't need it and I'm like yes yes end right exactly Both. right you still get a headache sometimes and probably take a Tylenol like it's okay or maybe you use some herbal thing but so I'm saying a lot of the people that are pushing back against it are still likely using some very traditional like American sort of medicines when other things get off balance so why they why there gets to be such a pushback in the medical world against it. It's like, yeah, it's, we have imbalances in our body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. Exactly. It's okay to help, you know, and this is like so, so much safer. Like to the fact you can even do it on like children. Like a lot of kids do get curious and they just want to hop on and experience it. Right.
0: So one of those times when it was like, okay, we did all these hydrosols and this is like going on, my youngest was still just like, Mm, I still just like don't feel 100% right. And I'm like, mm. okay, well, do you want to try steaming now on the little steam sauna? And she was like, ooh, really? I'm like, yeah. And so I set it all up for her. And, it, you know, it was just this whole thing. just like, Just like my kids love doing face masks, you know? It's like this mm. whole nurturing, caring for your body thing. And it was so awesome because after, or I think it was actually while she was still sitting on there. It could have been afterwards. She she talked about it a couple times. So but she was like, it's relaxing me and it's kind of clearing
1: my mind. Oh. And I'm just like, Yes, that's exactly what it does. Right. And that's what you she know? needed. Like that was her medicine for it. Yeah. I love it. I love- people have the most profound quotes afterwards. I know, um, one of my daughter's friends came over and steamed and she said she liked it because it made her feel more confident. Yeah. I thought that was so beautiful. And that's why I, I just, oh my gosh, my passion to share it with these younger people because a, they're more open and like, oh, if we can just start them on this process earlier, like these teenage girls, like, it's so cool. My daughter, I feel like she's like, well, I'm like famous amongst her friends as Katie Bradshaw PT. They always call That's me awesome. that and me because that used to be my Instagram handle and they would just be like amazed that I was sharing all this like taboo things like steaming. And so my daughter has like become their like little consultant and mm-hmm. like encouraging all of her friends to steam and just like cannot believe how many period problems her friends are having and needing to be on like hormonal birth control or miss school or just, in the ER and just having all these issues and she's just like you guys just need to steam and like I just she's just become my little my little spokesperson and and I love it and I've always told her like our house is always open for her friends to come over and just use our sauna at any time and um because Lexi knows how to she knows how to do consultations now actually and like set people up which is really cool yeah I love that yeah I love
0: it so much Mm -hmm. And I just think about that connection, you know, when that person saying it made me feel more confident, Um, you know, way back when, and I even like post about this and stuff sometimes is like, I had heard a long time ago that the way we feel about our vulva is the way we feel about ourselves. Mm. And so (laughs) it's like, if you think about that. And you're doing this practice and you're nourishing yourself and you're feeling the power of your vulva and you're feeling all of this stuff you know, mm-hmm. it's going to have that type of an effect where it can boost your confidence again, boost your connection to your body, boost your boundaries if you need
1: boundaries, you know, any of it. And I just, well, I think it's so great. Even just think of the glow you have on your face afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. I get to see it on people all the time, but even just yourself afterwards, it's just like, you know, it's steam. Yeah. <laughs> what they do for facials, you know? It's just like hitting all the body, so... That's so cool. I like that. I'm glad that you shared that little tip about it, because I think that's so true.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, as we've Gone through all of this and have talked about this. I think it is neat to bring it into the world and make it more mainstream, especially as people are having more celebratory things for yeah. girls as they do approach this time of their life. And some, some still don't want it. My oldest definitely did not. She was like, "You are not going to throw me a party or like do anything weird." <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> but that you, you know some kids are open to that or want that or even just want that with just their mom yeah. or their you know sisters or whatever it is right whomever whatever um but to like have that information and that knowledge so that they can like bring this practice in and when you're talking about these young girls having all of these problems i, know. I uh, i'm just like oh my gosh hmm
1: It's so intense. I know. Like, I even get the, you know, thinking of my daughter going off to college now and thinking, like, how great for her to be able to, like, take us on or with her. So if she does have anything going on that her or a friend needs for all the different things that could be going on, um, she can be just, like, helping people, you yeah. know, to just support them. Like, how great is that? And that's the thing, you know, I always think about, like, it is great to work with someone who's had the training, like, me or someone on the directory, because there are certain like safety things to keep in mind of like, you know, you shouldn't do it when you're bleeding or just different things or different things in the medical history or different types of birth control where you wouldn't want like someone to get at risk for becoming pregnant if they didn't want to or something like that. or But I also see it as like. Once you know it, like, share it. Like, we're not trying to, like, gatekeep, gatekeep this knowledge at all. Yeah. Like, teach your girls. And, like, I've taught my daughter. Like, she knows how to do a consultation and, like, the general questions and safety. And that's how it should be. Like, this is just, like, knowledge that should just be available to women. Um, and, again, it, if, you know, some people, it feels more secure to have a practitioner or go to a place, spa, whatever, to have it done Um or just have like some coaching and guidance. I know the first time I did it, I was like reading the instructions and like like a million times, like making sure the right dosage and the herbs. And now it's just like I'm just like tossing them in the crockpot, And right. just like it's like just so second nature to me. But I, I always try to remember like when I first did it, I was like really reading the directions and all the stuff to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's get this out there is just like it's knowledge as women, just like taking a shower. Like <laughs> it's just right part of pelvic care that's that'd be amazing to see and I think a lot of people including my teacher Kelly is like on that mission too I love it I know all right (laughs) all right yes I know so grateful for her I always send her little emails like I'm so grateful for you sharing this information and just I really do feel like wow thank you for sharing this and putting this together because you know it almost Not like it was like a secretive practice, but it was just, you know, I think that was the starting, just like this handed down like folk practice. But, you know, if you were disconnected from that ancestrally to be able to bring it back is just, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just so grateful for the people that did keep it alive in their communities and their cultures so we could all benefit from it now.
0: Absolutely. And I just feel like what she's done to bring research Mm -hmm. and everything for it so that way people can you know disarm a little bit of the the woo side of it all not Mm. that there's anything wrong with woo but you know being able to realize its actual physical 3d
1: components in this world i think that's really awesome too yeah me too and i love being in both those worlds so much that's kind of like my place to be is to combine both so it's that's what it's meant to be for me it is perfect
0: Awesome. Well, everyone, go go try things out. Connect with Katie if you've got mm-hmm. questions. Um, and we'd love to hear any other feedback from you.
1: Yeah, I love doing virtual consultations. So send me an email message. Hit her up, hit her <laughs> up.
0: Do it. She's the best.
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: Enjoy your day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy!